Welcome to the Popish Plotcast. I'm Nate. I'm Jessica. And I'm Mike. We are three lay Catholics who are attempting to share our love of the Catholic Church with others in the hopes that they might be able to develop their own love for being a member of the Catholic Church. We're just trying to live out our charism of friendship and fun and hope that you find this an encouragement in your walk with Jesus Christ in his holy church. We hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, just want to remind you to support Project YM and your favorite YouTube channel, The Popish Plot. And save yourself 10% off your favorite Catholic Balm Co. products by shopping at Catholic Balm Co. That is catholicbalm.co and using the code PLOT2021 at checkout to get that 10% off. Now on with the show. Welcome to The Popish Plot. I'm Nate. I'm Jessica. And I'm Mike. And today we're here with another fantastic saint and... I believe this is the first one. Yes, this is the is first one. We remembered that yeah. Hispanic Heritage Month starts in the middle of a month. <laughs> we repeated it to ourselves for months, so yay. We set, we set reminders on our calendars. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's this thing for today? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so for all those of you who, who enjoyed our African American Heritage Month. And Women's History and Month. And Women's History Month. And uh, Asian, Asian Pacific and Pacific Island. Islanders. Uh, Heritage Month. We are now doing Hispanic Heritage Month, and we're start. We're kicking it off with one of the most well-known ones, in my opinion. Well, at, at least his vision is one of the most well-known yes. in America. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you know, important note: San Juan Diego himself was not, you know, Hispanic. He was completely, you know, just native. Yes. He was one hundred percent Native North native, American. Yes. However, I cannot find a, a, a there, there Native was... American History Month. Mm-hmm. And it's him. It's you know a, a, a couple ones we've already mentioned. Yeah, before. Nicholas Black Elk. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was no España in his. In, and in, he, when he, he died, it was New Spain that he was under. Absolutely, <laughs> and he is in many ways responsible. You know, you know, God is God did it through him, mm-hmm. creating a Hispanic culture by you know revealing to the world Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yes. So let's start off with the stuff with the small stuff with the simple stuff right at the beginning. Very good place to start, from what I understand. Who is San Juan Diego? Well, for starters, he was born with a name that I'm not going to attempt to translate, but it meant the eagle who speaks in the local dialect that was based off of Aztec, because he was born in what was the Aztec Empire in 1474, and then he died in 1548, around 73, 74, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a fairly good lifespan yeah. for in the time. what was then Mexico City, New Spain. See. Si. Um, he was beatified in 1990 and canonized in 22, and both of those took place at the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico City. That's 2002, so yeah. 2002. Just yeah, yeah. 22 hasn't what? happened <laughs> yet. What? He'll be canonized next year. <laughs> uh, his feast on my day... birthday. <laughs> yes, he was canonized on the 31st nice. of July. Uh, his feast day is December 9th. And he is the patron of the um, native people of the Americas. Because he is one. Yes. Yeah. Um, his family was of a lower class. They were poor, but they weren't, like, absolutely destitute poor. Mm-hmm. Um, we know very little about his family. Um, we think his parents might have died when he was fairly young because he appeared to be being raised by an uncle. Yeah. We, yeah. That, that's what I knew of his family. He has an uncle. Yes. Uh <laughs> We, we do know that he had a wife named Maria Lucia, Aww. or at least her, you know, yeah. Christianized yeah. name was that. Yeah. Um, and most accounts say that they were 
some of the first people that were baptized mm-hmm. after um, Franciscan missionaries appeared, and they arrived in Mexico in 1524. Um, some sources say that she died before he had the vision. Some say after. Usually it's about a year or two in either direction. So right around. Yes. He possibly also had a son who might have been from an earlier marriage where that wife also passed away. Um, again, the records on that are kind of scant, so we can't say a hundred percent for sure. Sure. So he was like fifty years old, well, nearly fifty years old when he got yeah. baptized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yes, one thing we know is he, he he had at least one wife, and he had uncle who was named Juan Bernardo. At least his Christianized name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we are not even going to attempt to pronounce his native name mm-hmm. because we would all butcher it horribly. So it, it is out of respect and a desire not to embarrass ourselves that yes. we're just going to call him San Juan Diego. Yeah, occasionally we've we've tried names because we figured we can probably get like 65, 70% good and, and somebody will go and tell us what we did wrong. But with a name like this, I'm fairly certain we will actually score under 10% right. And if anybody actually knows how to pronounce it, they will tell us that everything that we said was wrong. Well, like the, the, the god, Quetzalcoatl. We only yeah. know that from school. I only know that because I've heard it. I have looking at the word. I have no idea how you get Quetzalcoatl out of that. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's from a, a language that we know the base, or yeah. even like when we. I think for Nicholas Black Elk, we did do some of his native things because it was tribes that were some of them were near our area, so we've heard terms before and mm-hmm. had a rough idea yep. of how to, you know. We, we yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so San Juan Diego. Yes. <laughs> He had another name that looks amazing. <laughs> there are so many, you know, marks over vowels and stuff. Yes, there are, there, there, there are a lot of diacritics and a lot of vowels. I think I think it might actually be close to a vowel for every uh, consonant there almost. But again, the eagle who speaks. Very impressive. Yes. And given how it was, you know, a pictorial language, probably really beautiful looking. I'm sure. I'm but anyway, sure. He, he is, of course, known for one thing for the most part. And that is Our Lady of Guadalupe. Hey! Yes. If you don't know what Our Lady of Guadalupe looks like, you can look here. You can look online. And we have a handy visual aid. It's seriously. <laughs> you can see this. You can look on various pickup trucks throughout the town. It's <laughs> Tattoos on... of people. It's a very popular. Many decorative <laughs> candles. There's... I'll just hold this like this. Okay. Give me there, something there, to do. It's one of the most popular images. So there's, I'm going to say the odds are there's one in a Catholic church near you. Mm-hmm. I, I assume the uh, Our Lady Guadalupe people got there before the sacred, I mean, the um, Divine Mercy people did. Cause, well, again, know, that's, why, that's why the Divine Mercy <laughs> images are stuck here and there, because mm-hmm. they had to just find whatever room left. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. there, there's one in our church, and our church is, is fairly white bread. But you to, we're miles to, from a church that literally is named Our Lady of Guadalupe. But used to support an orphanage in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Ah. But anyway, his first vision of Our Lady was on his way to Mass on a path that he was known for traveling. Um, mm-hmm. after good, good fellow on his way to Mass. Yes, after the missionaries arrived... He tried to go as much as possible to, you know, have religion classes and studying and going to Mass and such. Going to Mass as often as you can. Hmm. I wonder where, I wonder where I've heard that one before. I don't know. Um, so, so she, she appeared on a hill that had significance for people that were native of the area, wearing mm-hmm. clothes that are also significant, that sometime during this month, I feel we're going to do an episode where we just explain the significance of it. Sounds right. Because Sounds good. 
about four years ago, Mike did one where he went through the story of Our Lady of Guadalupe, so we'll, like, ding it up here. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you could be, like, pretty much all other older millennials and just watch a dog in a costume to explain the story, because that's how I learned about Our Lady of Guadalupe. Whatever whatever <laughs> teaches whatever teaches you. Wishbone. Mm. That and my, my great-great-aunt, who told it as a fun story about, you know, the Native people against the Spanish, because, you know, she was a nun, and therefore, you know... Mm -hmm. She favored, the, she favored the little guy. Mm -hmm. Well, and of course, the church herself has pointed out that Our Lady of Guadalupe is the perfect example of appropriate enculturation. Mm -hmm. And as a result, all of Mexico was converted. Well, at least, you know, a very large percentage. A huge percentage <laughs> of the population. As opposed to before that, it was basically Juan Diego and his uncle. So they had no other converts. So anyways. There was like a dozen converts. Come on. <laughs> He's on his way to Mass. He sees this vision of a beautiful lady. She says, I want a church built here. And he says, uh, sure, I'll get right on that. So he goes to the bishop, who, of course, you know, makes him wait forever. And then says, you know, I'm going to need more evidence than this just to randomly build a church. I mean, again, as we discussed, there's like 12 converts. <laughs> well, like, I mean, it, it, you know, we're going to say the bishop was simply being prudent. Because if one of your flock comes to you and says that Our Lady said to build a church here, if she did... And you need more proof, God will provide it. Plus, I mean, we, we've dealt with, you know, church people. The one who says, Our Lady says to do this is usually the wackiest idea. And, you know, this, there are people who, and this is very, very naughty, there are people who speak in the name of Our Lady without being asked. Mm. That's so, a no-no. So, he then had two more visions, one which resulted in multiple miracles that, res that had the bishop agree that, this clearly was from God, and they built the church there. After which, he lived at a hermitage that was at the foot of the hill where the church was built, and was possibly a catechist, like we've discussed numerous other times, where mm -hmm. it's not just the guy who teaches Sunday school, but an actual, not official, not ordained, but, you know, educated and given, you know... Authorized. Yes, authorization and such. Mm -hmm. Well, again, God, God chose to speak to him through our mother. <laughs> So yeah, this seems like a guy who probably knows the faith. Yes, or at least was or at least was open and receptive. There you go, and that's 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 the key. That's how you be Marian. You just be open and receptive. Well, well, that, that that's really how you, how you be good at a lot of things in Christianity. Is is you don't have to be no, super no, no, all of it. <laughs> not just, not most things, everything. Well, to some extent, there there are things which which having having some book smarts might make you better at. But you got to be receptive to that. Yes, and he also was one of those saints that you can look at his story and go, you know, how human and normal he was with the second vision where he's like, I had to go see a doctor, so I'm going to skip this hill well, the, he <laughs> where was, the vision occurs. He was intentionally <laughs> avoiding, uh, intentionally avoiding mom. <laughs> Listen, my uncle is sick. I got to get to him. I don't have time for this. He was ducking Mary. <laughs> of course, how did that work out for him? That's so well. Well, I mean, his uncle was instantaneously healed, so there's that. <laughs> how good does it work? How is it good work? I mean, this was, you know, 1500s medicine. It, how did, how did it work out according medicine. to his plan? But how, old, but how old does it work for anybody who's trying to duck their mother? Usually not all that good. Mom knows where to find you. Mm -hmm. All right, so. I'm going to put this down because yep. my arms are getting tired. So, while Our Lady of Guadalupe was but, officially. Again, you've got Our Lady of Guadalupe on your shirt, so you're still holding mm -hmm. it up. Was officially approved um, at various levels starting in 1555, so a mere few years after the event took place. Yeah, that's only 24 years after it appeared. Um, his cause for canonization really started up on the 500th anniversary of when we think he was born. Mm -hmm. uh, he was declared venerable in 1987, 
And afterwards, every single bishop in Mexico petitioned for his cause. So he was beatified without a miracle um, because there is a way that essentially people have been believing that he's a saint for 500 years and mm-hmm. we've got no sign from heaven saying, no, that's mm-hmm. not true. So yeah. so you can get a beatification without a miracle. But the miracle for sainthood it is another one of those ones. You know, sometimes it's just you look it up and it's like someone was healed because they prayed for, for this person's intercession. But no, no, this is one of those crazy ones where it's like you, you could get someone who doesn't believe and be like, that is highly improbable to happen. <laughs> Explain well, this. Well, I mean, there's that one. All right. So, uh, like I said before, um, his he was beatified in 1990 mm-hmm. on May 6th was the exact date. Mm-hmm. Um, By the, acclamation. Well, Basically, everybody went and said, no, no, no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You didn't need the miracle. That was over in. Um, his, the, cult, his cult was confirmed. The, the miracle um, started on May 3rd of that year. <laughs> And the the height of it happened to take place the same day of the beatification. Heaven knows. Heaven knows what we're up to down here. <laughs> um, a man fell 10 meters headfirst onto cement. That's um, over 30 feet. Yes. yes. It's thought he probably was trying to kill himself, but it also might have been the fact that he was on a lot of drugs and so he might not have known what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But in either case, he did it right in front of his mother, mm. who immediately saw it and asked Juan Diego for help. Um, so this is a fall that probably should have killed him. Not More than nine times out of ten. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he didn't die, as you would probably expect. He was in a coma until the day of the beatification when he woke up and was able to walk out of the hospital a week later. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, I'd say that that's the thing that just doesn't happen. I mean, yeah. I've known some people who've taken some pretty nasty falls onto concrete, and... If you're going to have a fall like that, either it's the freak one where you, you dust off and go, what happened, or, or you're dead. Well, like, there's very rarely an in-between. Fell 30 feet, <laughs> was in a coma for three days, woke up on the day of the beatification, and, and seven days later, later, he walked later, out of the, out walked the hospital. It. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, like Nate, I know a guy who suffered a severe closed head injury. After it, falling... It, for a significant height onto concrete. It was months and months before he was out of the hospital and years before he could properly walk again. Yeah. Yes, and still it's not back to before. Yeah. We'll never be. No. We'll never be back to before. Well, well at the second coming. <laughs> this side of the veil will not be. Yes, yes, fair. That's a pretty impressive miracle. That is. So in 2002, he was, be, he was canonized. I believe he was canonized in Mexico City? Yes. Both took place in Mexico City at the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Which we must <laughs> remind everyone is the single most popular Catholic pilgrimage site in the world. Yeah. Yes. That's fair. Anyway, we're, we're, we're off topic. <laughs> but we digress. Juan Diego. I'm live in, but I would rather live out in the country. <laughs> that guy you always see pictured in the scenes of Our Lady of Guadalupe and go, who's that guy? <laughs> oh, it's that guy. You know that guy. <laughs> And, of course, um, his feast day, December 9th, is three days before Our Lady's feast day. At least Our Lady of Guadalupe. That's what I mean. It's the day after It's the day after her immaculate conception. <laughs> Again, how many how many Marian feast days are there in the Catholic Church? All of All them. them. <laughs> we have a lot. We love Mom. Suddenly we're going to get an Orthodox writer. We have this weird feast day for Mary you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> we have her dormition. Oh, we've got that under a different name. Ah, <laughs> oh, got it. <laughs> ah! Anyway, as this is the the first saint for this uh, month, Mm -hmm. if you know any saints that are of Hispanic heritage or 
lived in the area that is now considered, you know, where Hispanic people live, as, you know, again, he, he was Native American, but it was when Spain showed up. So it was right at the very beginning of mm-hmm. the creation of this culture. The, the, <laughs> the Western Hemisphere, basically south of the Rio Grande. Le- leave it below, and maybe we'll do it as one of our future saints for this series. Because mm-hmm. we've got people lined up, but we're always open to more. Especially, yep. especially if we've got a really good story. Thank you for listening to the Popish Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please rate and review us as that will help more people to find the podcast and to join in on the fun. You can contact oh, us at yes. thepopishplot at gmail.com. Find us on the Twitters at thepopishplot. Or you can search for Popish Plot on Facebook. Please rate, review, and we really do enjoy hearing from you. So get in touch. And until next time, as always, remember to live your faith. Love your faith. And share, share that love. love.